Welcome everyone to Talk Your Peace with Hannah and Aziz. Aziz. My name is Hannah. And I'm Aziz. And we're here today with a very special guest. Very. But we're going to introduce him in just a moment and we're going to recap because we haven't talked to you guys in a really long time. We haven't talked to them since last decade. No, that's, oh my <laughs> God. It really has been a decade. Y'all. You know how every year it's like, Oh, I haven't seen you since last year. Now we got a new one. Literally. <laughs> I haven't seen you since last, last decade. decade. That's kind of wild. So we haven't talked to you guys since last decade, 10 years. It's been a long time. Y'all probably grew up, graduated college. Y'all probably, probably have kids. You're starting a family. You guys have kids? Let us know in the comments that's section. That's kind of wild. I hope y'all, but we didn't even get invites to weddings. So that's yeah. kind of messed up if you guys are getting We're kind of judging you guys. But we do want to say this one thing that we slowed down on the content because we wanted to make sure we're providing some quality content. Yeah. So we're taking a step back and we're doing a little bit more producing before we release. And you're going to get all this solid content, including today's episode. Aziz, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, today we have a really, really special episode. So um, just like you mentioned, we have a really special guest, Abdullah Rafiq, joining us here in the studio. Welcome, Abdullah. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about a really amazing topic for most of you college students and just anyone who's listening in general. Um, we're going to be talking about developing your personal brand and what is a brand you know we're going to be delving into like the different crevices of that topic and really exploring it and what it means to um everyone abdullah can you please introduce yourself to our audience members yeah what's up what's going on um so first and foremost thanks both aziz and hannah for having me here um and for setting all this up um i know there's a lot of exciting things we're going to talk about today i'll be able to give some insight to the audience and i really hope that you know i can bring some value on some of the stuff that i speak on um, so for the ones that don't know me, my name is Abdullah Rafiq. I'm one of the co-founders for Oz Business Solutions. Um, our goal is to just handle the digital world for our clients so they can build a vision for their business. Um, a lot of the work that we do um, and a lot of time is spent just listening to our clients, their goals and um, their vision, um, the vision that they have for the business. So um, just being able to bring some value and just being solution oriented has always been something I've been passionate about. So being able to help someone out um, whether it's a business or individual, is something I really enjoy doing. So, um, yeah. Very cool. So what got you in, into the realm of helping people build their personal brand in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny. Um, so my dad, actually, he used to own a grocery store, um, and that was the my playing ground. That's where I first started, um, just playing with his business and understanding his business and just doing work for him. I, it was started with just stocking shelves to hey, dad, you know, we should we should create a flyer for our upcoming events. So just playing around with his business where I was like, you know, I'm really good at this and I should take it to other businesses. And there was a time where, um, for the ones that actually know, around Catonsville, Maryland, there's this road called Frederick Road. And there's a bunch of like old, like old, I'm talking old shops that have oh, been yeah. there for like years. I've seen it. And, and And there's a bunch of shops. There's like music shops and then there's restaurants and cafes and juice bars. So... It was cool. Um, what I did was, so I literally went door to door. Um, at this point, I had no experience other than yeah. just playing with my dad's business. I'm like, I want to go see if I can offer some value to these people. And you won't believe it. I would say I covered at least like 100 or 200 businesses over the span of three days. It was, it was a whole Whoa. Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. You're kidding. No, I, I literally was, I was like, yo, this, I, wanna, I really want to do this. So I went door to door. And mind you that... All I got was no's. They were like, no, I mean, hey, I appreciate you stopping by, but, you know, like, we don't need it. Um, and and I, I was dressed sharp. You know, I, was, I went in prepared. I was like, I had a whole spiel I was going with. Were you alone? I was alone. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was a learning experience, yeah. though. Um, 
but I noticed it was really fun because even after all the no's, I kept going. Like there was just something that was like, now the next person is going to say yes. The next person is going to say yes. Um, so a lot of it was just passion. You know, I, I was driven and, and it's something I really enjoyed doing, which is being able to market. And um, whether it's for a jewelry company or a grocery store or a restaurant, whatever it is. So that's where it really started. And the no's kind of got me ready um, to just be ready for the next opportunity whenever it comes. So that's where I really started, I, w- I would say. That's super interesting. I've, yeah. I especially find this interesting as a business <laughs> student. Yeah. Because that's, this is all we study. Like, everyone in the business school, let me tell you all a little something about the Robert H. Smith School <laughs> of Business. Okay? Break it down, Hannah. Everyone in there has either two tracks. Yeah. They either want to have a corporate job at Deloitte, you know, the typical <laughs> nine to five. They want that security, which, like, okay, I, I give you that. The other people in there want to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. And some people want to be both, but... Not everyone's cut out to be both. Quote, unquote, entrepreneurs. Exactly. (laughs) A lot of entrepreneurship is that. A lot of entrepreneurship is no, 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 no. And that's where the passion comes into play. Because if you don't have that passion, I'm sorry, like, you're going to go back to your nine to five really sad. And it's really hard to come about passion. It's something that really has to be innate in who you are and just, like... You're going to keep following. Like, just like you kind of were talking about, you're going to hear a lot of no's, but it's just how you get back up and really right. keep charging. Definitely. Yeah. That's very inspiring. I really, I, that's, <laughs> a, okay, so where are you now with your business? Um, so right now, Alhamdulillah, um, we have a couple clients that we're working with right now. They're very from clothing companies. There's a couple of dealerships, restaurants, food trucks. Um, and um, at the end of the day, just it's working with a, a bunch of different clients from different lines of work, which is really fun. We work with no no same clients like the same type of work. You know, we're always working with different um, markets, so that's interesting. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, it's something that I was really passionate about, which was just being able to help out anyone and everyone, right? So that's where we are right now. Um, there's a couple things that we really want to really focus on going into 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had a meeting uh, going into this next year. We covered. A bunch of, I would say, business goals, and um, I would say the vision for the the company itself. I feel like having a purpose and a concept that supports the work that you do is really important as a brand. So that's what we're really focused on. How many right people now. do you have on your team right now? Seven. Oh, that's so good. It's small. It's very small. Um, I, I was expecting like four, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's interesting. But it, you got to start somewhere, um, yeah. and and I, I truly believe that that you know. It's going to be one person at first, and it's going to start with an idea. It's going to start with a concept that you think is really cool until you introduce it to people. I mean, like you two right now, you know, you started this podcast just from what? An idea, a conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all you did was just sit down and be like, hey, we should really do this. And look, we're here now, right? Recording. So and you guys are doing awesome work out here. So. Wow. Thank you for that <laughs> shout out on our own podcast. I can't ask for a better guest on this show. Seriously. Okay, so let, let's talk about personal branding then, because personal branding today, I feel like, is everything, mm-hmm. and that can be a good and a bad thing. So let's say you're a college student like Aziz and I, right. and you're about to go into your career. You're at the onset of your career, not necessarily a business, and you want to brand yourself online. What are some tips that you have for someone like us? Yeah, so I'm glad you asked that, um, and this is something I feel like a lot of people will be able to resonate with. Um, when it comes to college students going into, you know, or picking a career, really going towards that, you really want to have a professional um, online presence. Now, a lot of people are familiar with Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter, right? But 
something that a lot of people aren't really on that I see nowadays is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn is something that's helped me out a lot. Um, just being, being able to connect and network with business professionals, people in different lines of work, um, even recruiters. Like, listen, if you're trying to get into a job or trying to apply and you see like, hey, like Indeed and these other platforms aren't really working with me, go on Indeed. I mean, not Indeed, I'm sorry. Go on LinkedIn, connect yourself with recruiters at like big firms and just message them, you know? Right. And if you have a good online presence and I mean your profile looks presentable, they'll reach out. They'll hold that conversation with you. Um, so a lot of it just comes down to making yourself presentable, um, whether that's just dressing properly and looking sharp to just holding the right conversations to just building your contacts, you know? So this is actually a very important point because I TA'd a class. And one of the things that we, that we did as TAs was teach our class about LinkedIn because I did like a career search class. Again, at the Robert H. Smith School of Business. And they're um, not sponsoring us, by the way. <laughs> no, unfortunately not, but we're working on that. So so at the, so that would be dope. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn is super important because you're not only building connections with recruiters, right. but you're also planning your next move on LinkedIn mm. and how you use it as a social media platform by posting everything that you do in relation to your career. It actually helps you. There's this other side of LinkedIn, though, that kind of gets to me where I feel like it's not authentic, but that's kind of how the career space and networking can be. I believe in authentic networking. Like if you genuinely like someone and you think they can help you and you can help them, Mm -hmm. I believe in that networking. A lot of people network in this like silo where they just do it for their own self-interest. And I don't I don't find that to be genuine or fulfilling but that that's another like philosophical topic yeah um so sometimes I don't actually scroll through my LinkedIn because I don't feel like it's genuine but in the sense of getting your own career started and putting that content out there I think it's important to post and like post like maybe you spoke at a conference maybe you did this cool case competition definitely put that out there because a potential recruiter is going to look at your profile and that's what they're going to see you know yeah. Well, I, f- I feel like just to kind of piggyback off that and to create a question from it, to, you know, and pose it to you because I, I feel just speaking, I guess, from personal pers- experience, but just like I, I guess, for most of our audience that are just college students that are just getting, you know, getting ready to enter the workforce or you know, create craft that personal brand. How what does it look like? I guess dabbling into um, the realm of LinkedIn, whether it's you know putting yourself out there or creating a personal brand and just allowing that to be. Um, your foot in the door, essentially. Like, what what, what are some practical steps people can take? From yeah. That, if that makes sense. No, of course, no, definitely. Um, and, and it's very simple. Um, yeah. And and I feel like, to answer your question, um, people just tend to overcomplicate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Hannah mentioned, you know, you go to a conference, you take a picture, um, and you post it. Mm-hmm. Throw, throw some text with it, you know. Um, just being able to produce organic content is is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like not encouraging and, and, and creating fake environments when it comes to social media platforms. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, me but, too. but yeah, but me personally though, like I, I don't put out too much of my personal life on my social media platforms because I feel like there is, or there needs to be some sort of, uh, privacy, right. That there needs to, you have to draw that, that yeah. line. Um, but when it comes to LinkedIn, right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're thinking, hey, what are things that we can start doing today? Um, it could be literally just posting pictures, posting some of your work. Your put up your online portfolio on there. You know, 
Um, at the end of the day, just think of LinkedIn as your resume, quote unquote. Yeah. You know, all your accomplishments, achievements, places you've worked, people that you met up with. Have some of your, um, let's say, bosses or managers or, or some of the peers that you have at work comment on some of your posts, you know. and Excellent suggestion. Definitely. That's so important, too. Yeah. And, and that's something that I've done a lot is really connect with people on LinkedIn from a business uh, perspective, you know. It's it's easier to connect with, some, with someone on LinkedIn than be like, hey, what's your number? You know, like, I'll, I'll text you. Like, it's more professional. And then the thing is, you'll actually see them on your feed on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, from a right. business standpoint, like, you'll see, hey, you know, uh, this, this guy just went to Orlando for or for a conference. Mm-hmm. Let me message him, see what's that about. And, and it's good to, I, I like LinkedIn for the reason that it's showcasing people's successes, right? It's showing the things that people are doing well. Um, and yes, I have my own personal view on it with it, which is like, you know, you, you see the successes, but you don't see the failures. You don't That's see, it. you don't see what right happens there. behind the scenes, you know? Like if I didn't tell you about me going door to door to those businesses, right? Um, and getting all those no's, which has led me up to this opportunity to be able to sit here and, and talk about some of the stuff that we're going to cover today. Mm-hmm. You don't, you wouldn't know. Um, so that's why I say when it comes to creating these fake environments on social media platforms and, and it's just something I'm not a big fan of, you know, so. I fully resonate with that. I, I think <laughs> one of the problems also with social media in general, and we talked about this on our first mm-hmm. episode, shout out to our first episode is that it is inauthentic in a way because you're not seeing the full picture and people choose oftentimes not to show the full picture. And then you get into this game of comparing yourself, which can actually thwart your potential success or anything, whatever you want to achieve because you start getting in your head with comparing. So with that, I want to ask you, both as an entrepreneur and as an individual in the personal branding sphere, how do you deal with comparing and what advice do you have for someone who is comparing? Because I mean, real talk, that's something I struggle with all the time. (laughs) I'm going to be real with y'all. And, and I know I'm not the only one. So what's something you can do to block the noise out and just focus on yourself? Yeah. And and I'm, that's a really good question. Um, which leads into, so, I mean, it's very easy to get distracted nowadays, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's on social media or just seeing a billboard or an ad on a TV um, you know, if you go through your Instagram feed or just the explore page, you've noticed it's just either a bunch of bodybuilders, uh, a bunch of models, All like the time. people that, you know, look like they have their life perfect. Yeah. And, and that's something that people really need to step back from and, and really analyze is because that's not really who they are. That's not really their life. It's, it's something that they're portraying to be or someone that they're portraying to be. Um, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I have love for people that, that do well. And, and that using the social media platforms to put out their success and achievements. But when it comes to what can you do to block out all that noise, I feel like a lot of it comes down to self-awareness. Um, a lot of it comes down to just understanding what are your needs and your concerns. Um, well and, said. <laughs> instead of comparing myself to the person next to me, you know, why don't I just worry about what I have to do for myself, for my future, for my family, you know? Um, and, and, and it's like that. And, and I get it. It's human nature to just be able to compare yourself with people that are doing well or some of your peers, you know, it's good to do that. Um, at sometimes the reason why I say that is because you have to have a level of competition with, yeah. with just the, your peers, the people you surround yourself with. And, and I'm big on that. Like <laughs> a lot of the people I surround myself with are doing way better than what I'm doing. 
And, and I like putting myself in these uncomfortable situations and environments because it pushes me to do better. You know, if you surround yourself with people that are always doing less than you and you're the one standing out, like, are you really gaining from that? Yeah, you know? that's huge. That is huge. And I think especially when you're in college, you realize that. Mm. Yeah. So you now are choosing who's going to be your people for the rest of your life, basically. Right. I mean, I think, I mean, that's part. been the case for me. And you're like, okay, I'm going up. I need these people to be going up or they're up and they're going up mm. and we need to be motivating each other. So maybe we need to start looking at our social media profiles in that way. Like who am yeah. I following that inspires me? Yeah. Who am I following me following that's motivating me to reach my goals? But I don't think we do that. I think we're like, yeah, I've been friends with this person and they're just on my profile, but yeah. maybe we need to be more intentional. Yeah. And I definitely Not agree. Creating and like, I guess just piggybacking off of that. I think a lot of times it's, you know, looking at other brands or, you know, just looking at others, I guess, sometimes can create a false, you know, picture of what our life is supposed to be or what we want to be um, and doesn't really, you know, factor in what is, you know, realistic to who you are and what path that you're trying to tread, would yeah. you say? Yeah, uh. because I feel like a lot of times, like, you know, we throw we, toxic, you know, we throw that word around a lot. <laughs> I feel like toxic. this is a sphere. You know, dun dun dun. <laughs> but I feel like this is a sphere where a lot of times, you know, just comparing yourself and just looking at others, like, oh, they seem like they have their life put together, can mm -hmm. be toxic to your own self. You yeah. know, not necessarily that the other person is in, you know, putting off toxic toxicity. You know, from their displaying what you know they choose to display, but f from our own selves, you know, we're looking at that and just like, oh, you know, at times is like, you know, I'm not where I want to be, so I'm just gonna settle. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, you know. Yeah, and and to add on to that. Um, one thing that you got to understand, right, is everyone has their differences um, and everyone has challenges or, or something that they're facing, right? It might not be surface level, um, whether it's financial problems, health problems, uh, family problems, whatever it is. But just being able to understand that, you know, I have enough on my plate to just worry about what I have to do, right? Like, let me just finish what's on my plate then then just already start going for seconds, you know? <laughs> so that that's mm -hmm. the way I see it. Um, but I definitely agree with a, a lot of the stuff that you guys are saying right now. Um, and I, I definitely feel that you're going to be the average of this. Someone, someone told me this once. It was like, you're going to be the average of like the five most people you surround yourself with or mm -hmm. the company you keep. Right. And, and that definitely makes sense to me. The reason why I say that is, I mean, if you're surrounding yourself with people that are successful, that are doing well, right. It's going to push you to do better. Like you said, you know, whether that's on social media where you're following people that motivate you and inspire you or whether that's in real life with some of the peers and friends that you hang out with. Um, so that's definitely important. You know, just surround yourself with the right people and the right company. Yeah. I completely agree. <laughs> I mean, I think this whole podcast is us being like, oh, you feel that? Yeah, me too. I got you. Like, that's this that's been this been episode. Yeah. <laughs> because we're spitting some truth right now. Like, yes. it, And also another thing we really have to keep in mind, and I, and I say we, including myself, is that when you're trying to attain certain goals or levels of success, a lot of it is the grind mm. and a lot of it is I'm not going to see the results yet. Yep. You speak so my it's, language now. It's <laughs> also a, a game of patience. It's like sure. being patient and gentle with yourself while still motivating and pushing yourself to achieve those goals. Like yeah. to contextualize it, I want to be a lawyer. I want to go to law school. I'm not in law school yet. So how do I do things right now that's going to make me a successful lawyer? Work backwards, you know, one step at a time. Yeah, I had is. a professor once who said, bring the future into the present. 
And I was like, you right. And so that's what I'm trying to do every day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So. That's good. I feel like you should really just focus on your strengths. Focus on what you're good at, right? Instead of comparing yourself with other people, just what, what are you good at? What's some skills and things that you possess that, you know, you could really use to bring value to your life at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. The comparing game and, you know, having your opinions on people and judging, it's just, it's just a big mess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Sure. It doesn't get you anywhere, honestly. Okay, so we're going to ask one important question to you. Let me give you a scenario. I'm a college student. Uh, I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to find an internship. And I go up to a recruiter, an employer, and I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get a job with y'all. But... I don't want to be inauthentic. So what's a way that me as a college student, how can I provide value to someone, but I don't have my degree yet and I don't have really solid work experience yet. What's a way that I can show someone that I'm adding value if they hire me? All right. Um, so to answer that, I would say definitely having some kind of portfolio of what work you've done before. I mean, at this point, you're saying you don't have a college degree, right? So in this time frame, I mean, I'm guessing there has to be some kind of work that you've done. Yeah. Um, so what does a portfolio mean? A portfolio. All right. So, yeah, let me elaborate. So any work that you've done over the past couple of years that has stood out or um, I would say that that's just something that you're passionate about. But you have to think of it this way, right? It's something I talk to a lot of my friends about is when they're applying um, for a job, and they're going for, I don't know, let's say uh, a manager position job or something. You want to tell your resume, right? And, and just your portfolio, like I said, completely geared towards that position. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people forget is, you know, they'll be, okay, let's say they'll be applying for like a marketing job. Mm -hmm. But then they'll have experience like from them working at Subway and um, I don't know, like Walmart and just a bunch of random places where it doesn't make sense if you're trying to get into a marketing position, right? Mm -hmm. They want to see different skills. And, and I feel like you should really focus on, I mean, it's simple as go on, go on Google, type in whatever position you're looking for or trying to get into, right? Um, whether it's, I don't know, a, a, an accountant or a lawyer or a manager or whatever, look up responsibilities and duties of that position. And, and then, look up the company values. Yeah. Yes. And then merge that into yes. your vocabulary there it is. in the resume. Exactly. The thing is, the first question you want to really ask them is like, what kind of candidate are you looking for? Mm -hmm. um, not not actually ask them, but like that should be the first thing that comes to your head is like, what kind of candidate are they looking for? And how can I tailor my resume and my work to resonate with that? Um, and, and a lot of stuff goes back to um, practicing a two-way network. Um, and that's something that I want to talk about is I feel like a lot of people, um, well, they tend to focus on their own needs and their personal benefit um, completely ignoring the needs of the other person, right? Um, so whether that's a business, whether it's a business partner, uh, a client, um, or just a, a relationship that you have with a significant other, whatever the case is, like people tend to look for their own personal benefit first when you should put the end consumer first, you know? 100%. And, and from a business perspective, though, like there's times where you work with clients, whether it's a, a restaurant or a clothing company or whatever, where... 
you know, in, before going for the sale, you know, before trying to close them, I tell them like, touch their hearts before you touch their wallets. Wow. Uh, you know? Someone put that on a bumper <laughs> sticker because I swear that this is gold. If you're not paying attention, you better wake up and pay attention to what is being said right now. Yeah. Um, and I mean, to, to just go off of that, I mean, it's more so you want to be able to provide value, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's information, being able to educate them, um, connect them or build a network for them, or just at the end of the day, like you have to bring some significant value for them to even for them to just be able to trust you. Right. No one's going to buy from you if you're not a trustworthy or reputable brand. You know? Right. So, OK, so I'm a college student. I'm asking someone for a job. Right. I'm, I'm going and I'm inquiring about the position. Maybe I'm asking different kinds of questions in ways that is allowing them to see that I'm bringing value mm-hmm. and bringing value to them. And then in that way, because at the end of the day, we're human beings in yeah. that way, if someone sees that you're trying to help them, they're going to want to help you. That's just, that's been my experience. That's how it's worked out. As long as you've put your foot forward in that way, that's what it comes down to. But I feel like when you approach it, when you're kind of like begging or in a way you're like asking yeah. Yeah, and pleading for like, oh, I, I really want this position. When can I apply? It's like, you're, you're also not memorable in that way. So yeah. people kind of have to, and myself included, we have to rethink how we're asking those questions, just yeah. like you were saying, because that, that networking, that's honestly what gets people positions. Yeah. That's what, surprised, yep. that's what keeps it's the rich you rich. Know, yeah. <laughs> that's on life. Like that is what it is. It's yeah. networking. It's who do you know and how are you treating that person? Because at the end of the day, when you walk away, you want to know that you've impacted someone in a way where they feel you even when you're gone. Yeah. They feel that presence yep. even when you're gone. And you want that to be positive because that's going to help you. It's going to help them. And it's like more authentic business at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. And, at, and at some point it comes with the level of self-confidence, you know, believing in yourself that you can provide that level of, you know, um, you know, that you can present that version of yourself that, you know, they'll, they'll be wanting to contact you. You know, um, because a lot of us, I feel like we, we struggle with self-doubt and, you know, oh, you know, mm. it's I don't know if I have the credentials for it. You know, I, it's a really big job that, you know, they're, they're looking for a specific type of person. Am I that person? So, you know, kind of getting out of that mindset and, you know, yeah. um, seeing where it takes you. No, let me let me add on to that. Um, you mentioned self-doubt yeah. and, and you also mentioned having confidence. Now, that's all a, a, just a game of mindset, the way I look at it. Um you know, just being able to approach someone, you know, like you said, just getting that foot in the door is key. But how are you going to go in confidently if, you know, if if I feel, hey, I'm not ready for this position, I'll be nervous when I walk in, right? But if I tell myself, hey, you know, like you worked up to this, you know, you can prove it. Just walk in and be yourself. Be authentic. True, um, true. At the end of the day, like, listen, they're hiring you, you as a person, not you in a fake environment. So just being able to really show showcase yourself you know in a professional way is key mm-hmm. um and then also it's like i mentioned it's, it's all a mindset game um and and that's something that i've learned to understand is or learn to just master where it's just just being able to use this tool you know your brain um i feel like it's it's so useful if you can understand how it's wired um and everyone is wired differently you know the things that might resonate with you might be completely different than you um, but just understanding how your mind and body works and being able to understand that, hey, like if I want to achieve something, if I put my mind and my time and just like really go all in and hustle, I'll be able to get it. There's nothing stopping you. And, and it's more so I, I feel like 
things that I've personally experienced is other people's limitations being put on you. You know, just because this person doesn't think that I can go do it, they'll tell me, you know, and then I'll be listening to, I'll be hearing that voice in my head. Like, it's in oh, your head. I, don't, I don't know if I can do it, you know, like I, I sure as hell know I could if I wanted to, but just the fact that someone has put that limit on me, right, which is like, I don't think you can do it. That's where that self-doubt that Aziz mentioned plays mm-hmm. in, you know. And imposter, so. I mean, especially as people of color, imposter syndrome is so real. Yeah. Like when you don't think you deserve something because of who you are, what limitations you've put on yourself or people have put on you. For sure. It's super real. So, I mean, this is one thing. I don't want us to come on the mic and for us to sound preachy because <laughs> really everything we're yeah. talking about, like self-doubt and all this stuff, like Abdullah's an entrepreneur. Like you've heard him talk about how many times he's been said no. So it's not that we're coming up here saying, oh, it's so easy, follow our tips, and that's it. No, trust me, we're learning. We're learning <laughs> yeah. and we're taking notes. It's a learning curve. And and even till this day, I am nowhere close to where I want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and it's a learning process, you know? Every day I'm learning something different. Um, and I feel like as long as you have that student mindset going in, waking up every morning, it's like it's a blessing, right? Yeah. Um, just to meet someone new or, or hold a new conversation or have this weird interaction that somehow ends into like a business deal, you know, like you never know where, where it takes you. Um, so definitely, like I, I definitely hear you on that. Yeah. So we're going to go into our takeaways now. Uh, each one of us is going to say one takeaway from the episode, from this conversation that we hope has helped you think about your journey and your personal branding career and your experience. So I'll start with mine. And I think mine is be patient with yourself. Yeah. Because we're so quick to blame ourselves or say we can't do it. And like we just talked about, put these limitations on ourselves, sometimes intrinsically or extrinsically. But be patient with yourself because the grind is slow and steady. And then soon with that hard work and the opportunity, you'll be able to see those results and reap the benefits of it. Yeah, that was important. Um, For me, I would definitely say, you know, appreciate the value that you bring to the table in whatever space it is. And so, you know, it was, it was something that really got me thinking when we talked about the self-doubt part, because it's, it's, it's an uphill battle that I feel like a lot of people mm. struggle with. So really understanding that, you know, you are, you know, you carry and you as an individual hold value, you know, in whatever realm it is, you know, whether it's, you know, marketing, you know, business, mathematics, you know, whatever field that you are, you know, are you're striving to enter in, you know, really ingrain that into your brain. And, you know, like, just like you were saying, you know, really using that brain of yours, you know, to really know and understand and really put to good use the value that you bring to the table. So I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. Definitely. I agree that. Um, I mean, a takeaway that I would want anyone listening to this to, to really resonate with is, I mean, at the end of the day, true success and happiness will come to you when you start focusing on what you need to be doing versus complaining about things that you can't do. Oh my, another bumper sticker. I'm telling everyone, (laughs) we need to get a label maker in here or something. This is, this is so true. No, you'll be surprised. Like the amount of time people will spend just complaining about things that are out of their control. You know, it's unbelievable. Um, And I feel like no matter what you do, you know, in life, people will judge you and they're going to have their opinions on you for whatever work you do. Um, But you just got to learn to block out all that noise and hustle, Right. That's something we talked about earlier, just like being able to block out that noise and just just put your head down and work, you know, mm-hmm. literally give yourself a couple years, just put your head down, just work. 
And I promise you, you're going to look back a couple years from now and be like, wow, I did that. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the biggest, like, that's the best feeling, you yeah. know, to, to be able to actually see progress and growth over time. And back to what Hannah mentioned earlier, you know, it's it's a game of patience. Yeah. We're young right now, you know. We're college students. We're like just getting out of college. Like we don't. And the fact that, you know, it's 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 put on us that, hey, around twenty something or, you know, you should have your whole life figured out. No, there's right. like there's like forty, fifty year olds that still don't have their life yeah. figured out. So or they switch careers altogether. Exactly. So who are we to have our lives figured out yeah. at this age? You know, we're still learning. Back to what we mentioned earlier. Um, but yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, um, nothing's going to be handed to you. It just takes a huge amount of accountability, discipline, and self-awareness. Except um, if you're in the 1%, then everything is handed to you. But yeah, anyway, it's inherited. That's, that's different. Um, but yeah, once you can, you know, understand that and become a master of your art, stop complaining and just put in work. Yeah. Um, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll go places. Man. For that sure. Was, that was powerful. That <laughs> was powerful. Yeah. And with that... Abdullah, thank you for coming on today's show. It was a pleasure having you with all the gems that you dropped and, you know, the amazing conversation we were able to cultivate. Um, and for our listeners, thank you for joining us on another adventure and another episode. Please continue the conversation with us on social media. Um, and please chime in on what the personal what a personal brand means to you. Mm. Um, and what are your takeaways from today's episode? Um, you can follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at Talk Your Peace. And Abdullah, where can our viewers find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. It's at Abdullah, which is A-B-D-U-L-L-A-H underscore 3414. Again, it's Abdullah underscore 3414. Um, also, follow me, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm more than willing to just, you know, help out where I can and just build my network around that. So yeah, awesome. it's been a pleasure, honestly. Yeah, thank you for coming on, and we look forward to having you on in very future episodes. <laughs> I really can't stress how blessed I am to be surrounded with, like, peaceful and really well-rounded individuals like you guys. Oh, um, you guys really, you, you guys so really much. have something good going over here. We so I give it. you that. Stop by anytime. You're more than welcome on our podcast. Um, but it. with that, you know, from myself, Aziz Ahmed, and me, Hannah Shreem. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talk, Talk Your, Your Peace with, with Hannah and Aziz. Yeah. See you later. Yeah.